listening to I Love Old Time Radio with your host, Virtual Vinny. It's a new episode here on I Love Old Time Radio. Welcome, Old Time Radio fans. I'm your host, Virtual Vinny. You can interact with us via social media on our Facebook page at I Love Old Time Radio or on Twitter at I Love OT Radio. You can send feedback via the contact form on our website at I Love Old Time Radio.com or you can leave a voice message using the anchor.fm app. If you enjoyed this program, please take the time to rate and review us at review. Radio.com. This episode is brought to you by the Vintage Radio Club. The Vintage Radio Club is a way for you to help support the I Love Old Time Radio podcast. And as a thank you, we do an extra podcast a week with some longer productions. This past weekend, it was the CBS Radio Mystery Theater with a story of a man who finds out that his mother is not actually dead, but decides to keep her in a basement so he can gain her wealth and property. It's called Cold Storage. And if you want to hear more and help support I Love Old Time Radio, then visit vintage.iloveoldtimeradio.com. I Love Old Time Radio produces a new show every Monday through Friday each day with a different theme. Tuesdays are about the adventures on My Friend Irma. There are 15 missing episodes since last week. Today's episode was originally aired on May 29th, 1950. And unfortunately, the audio quality is not the greatest. If you don't listen using headphones, you may have trouble hearing it in some parts. So this is the $50 loan. My Friend Irma, created by Cy Howard and starring Marie Wilson as Irma and Kathy Lewis as Jane. Ice cream. 
Well, the recipe said to cover the ice cream with hot fudge. Yeah. So I covered the ice cream with a fudge and put it in a frying pan to heat it up. <laughs> well, sweetie, I'll give you an A for effort. You'll be all right. Just don't try to do anything you don't understand. Well, hello, Jim. Come in. Miss Irma Peterson. Oh, Miss Peterson. Who are you? George Clark. I represent Mrs. Higgins. I'm here to collect $50 for the damages you did to her car. Oh, I'm sorry. We have a vacuum cleaner. Come on. Wait a minute. What have you been up to? Oh, it's nothing. Uh, good day, sir. Don't give me that. It's nothing routine. <laughs> nothing doesn't cost $50. What did you do? Borrowed Mrs. Higgins' car and wrecked it. Oh. 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 And after all the lecturing I've given you. Why did you borrow Mrs. Higgins' car when you don't know how to drive? Well, you told me never to be wasteful. Oh, man. What has that got to do with it? Well, someone gave me a ticket to a drive-in movie, and I had to have a car to get in. (laughs) (laughs) Never mind all that. Just tell me who was at fault in the accident. The other person. I put my hand out for a right turn. Yeah. And when I turned left, he hit me. Wait a minute, you signaled for a right turn and turned left. Yes, and it wasn't easy. I had to slide across the seat and open the window so I could put my right hand out. Irma, I don't understand all this. All you had to do was stay where you were and put your left hand out. What, and drop my ice cream cone? Uh, and tell her about those 15 people you frightened to death. Well, you can't blame me. It's those stupid signs they have. Stupid sign? Yes, it said safety zone, and when I drove into it to get out of the way uh, of all the traffic, the cop bailed me out. <laughs> so you tangled with the law, too. You're lucky you didn't give your ticket. Oh, he couldn't. I don't have a license. <laughs> but he, he was going to take me to court. What made him change his mind? I don't know. I offered to drive him there. <laughs> I'm not interested in how it happened. All I want is my client $50. But I don't have $50. Well, I'll give you 24 hours to get it. If you don't have it when I come back here, we start suit. Goodbye. Gosh, Jean, I, I, I guess you'll just have to let me have the $50. Uh-uh. 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 <laughs> Virginia, you're my friend. You've got to help me out when I'm in trouble. Listen to me, Irma. I am through helping you out of the ridiculous situations you managed to get yourself into. Now, you are strictly on your own. That's a fine way to talk when I've been trying so hard to improve myself. You call this improving? Well, it would have been worse. I almost hit a big truck, but I stopped the car just in time. <laughs> well, good for you. How did you manage to do that? I ran out of gas. <laughs> Please, Jane, you've got to lend me the money. No, not a chance, Cookie. I don't want to seem unreasonable, but this is unforgivable. Driving a car when you don't know how. You could have killed someone. No. No, Irma, this is your own party. But then when you're in trouble, I always help you. When was I ever in trouble? That time I set your dress on fire. Yeah. <laughs> Honey, I've made up my mind. It is all settled. I'm tired of being a mother to a girl my own age. Come in. Hello, girls. Hello, Mrs. O'Reilly. Oh, 
What's the matter with you girls? You sound like you've been quarreling. Oh, we have. I don't know what's the matter with King. Just because I made a little mistake, she's mad at me. A little mistake. Mrs. O'Reilly, all she did was to borrow a car when she doesn't know how to drive, doesn't have a license, and doesn't have money to pay the damages. Damages? Yes, yes. I've been telling her that she had no business borrowing a car when she's not a responsible person. Not responsible? I certainly am, and I have witnesses. You have? Yes, a policeman and a driver of the other car both said I was responsible. <laughs> and now Jane won't help me. Help you? Yes, I need $50. Will you lend it to me? Well, if it's such an emergency, maybe I could... Oh, but... now, Mrs. O'Reilly, before that big heart of yours begins to melt, let me tell you something. Irma will never learn to take care of herself as long as she knows that we will come to her rescue. Oh, Jane, how can you be so cruel? Well, Irma, I see what Jane's driving at, and maybe she's right. You know, when I was a little girl, I used to be very cocky, because I knew I could always run to my mother. But one day, something happened that changed all that. Did you? Yes, I was trying to steal some honey out of a beehive. And the bees got mad and started to chase me. So I quickly ran and hid under my mother's hoop skirt. But the bees followed me. <laughs> and from that time on, I was on my own. <laughs> Come in. It's only me, Professor Kropatsky. <laughs> Hello, Janie and I'm, I'm Mrs. O'Reilly. <laughs> My three little beauties. <laughs> you, Janie, with hair that shines like silk. Well, thank you, Professor. And you, Irma. Oh, your hair is like a golden sunset. Thank you. And you, Mrs. O'Reilly? Professor. Run through to form your old reprobate shoe. Oh, now, please, Mr. O'Reilly, that's no way to talk to the man that's going to lend me fifty dollars. Fifty dollars? Thanks for the compliment. <laughs> but tell me, what do you need fifty dollars for? Pay for the car I wrecked. How did you ever do such a thing? Whose car was? Well, it belonged to Mrs. Higgins, and I don't want to ask her for the money because she's mad at me already. Well, Irma, darling, I wish I could help you. Maybe if I hot my face. Wait a minute. Uh, wait. Wait a minute, Professor. You'll do no such thing. I'm trying to teach Irma to stand on her own two feet. And if you encourage her, all my work will be just for nothing. A fine friend you are, Jane, turning everybody against me. No, Irma, darling. What Jane is trying to do is for your own good. You know, a person's character is like a caution. If you want to take the easy way out, you can loosen it and relax. <laughs> but if you have real power and keep it real tight, you'll always be in good shape. The professor's right, Irma. Many of the time I've wanted to loosen a whalebone or two and relax. <laughs> By the looks of you, they must have loosened the whole whale. Well, a few more of these crying 
ones in the apartment with a built-in swimming pool. <laughs> oh, Janie, maybe we are being a little too hard on her, but I have a few dollars saved look, enough. Look, look, Mrs. O'Reilly, I have the money, too. But I refuse to let her get away with these things. She's just got to learn that money doesn't grow on trees. Speaking of trees, come on, Miss O'Reilly. I want you to come up to my room and see if you agree with the birds. <laughs> what do you mean, the birds? Well, a little robin was just about to build a nest on my windowsill. But her husband took one look at my room, looked at Mrs. Robin and said, Come on, Mama, this is not the right place to raise a nice family. <laughs> and believe me, if I had wings, I would fly away too. <laughs> Goodbye, Jenny.
Mr. Clyde's house. He's rich. He can afford aspirin. Hello, Miss Peterson. This is a surprise. Come in. Oh, thank you, Mrs. Clyde. Uh, is Mr. Clyde in? He's around back in the garden. Oh, every time I come here, I have to admire your house. Oh, is that a new sofa? I know, my dear. That's a love seat. I feel Mr. Clyde a little too old, Nick. <laughs> I beg your pardon. Oh, and that beautiful sterling punch bowl. Oh, it's exquisite. Oh, thank you. It, it was a wedding gift to us. It was made in 1790. Well, you and Mr. Clyde have certainly stuck together a long time. <laughs> this room is priceless. What's that statue over there without the head? That winged victory. Well, if that's victory, I hate to see what the loser looks look like. <laughs> Speaking of heads, Miss Peterson, uh, mine is getting a little tired. Why don't you join Mr. Clyde in the garden? You can go through here. Thank you. Oh, Mr. Clyde! Yes? Oh, it's you. <laughs> I can't believe this. 
Was there a traffic signal on the corner? Yes. What color was it? Red. And you went through it? No, I went around it. I hit the lamppost on the other corner. Case dismissed. Now, now, this is my question, Mr. Clyde. Can I have the person I hit put in jail? Only if they rewrite the Constitution. <laughs> I wouldn't let you a nickel to get out of this. You're a menace to civilization. Well, if that's the way you feel, you can keep your money. I'll go to a finance company and borrow it. But you have no gratitude. What do you mean? Treating me like this. After what I've just done for you, peeling all these potatoes. Potatoes? Where? You moron, those are my prized valuables. Don't get out of here. <laughs> gratitude because we loaned them some money. Now, what can we do for you? Well, I, I need $50. Do you think you can lend it to me? I believe we can. Your name? Erna Peterson. I live at uh, 8224 West 73rd Street. Fine. Have you any collateral? I've never been a sick day in my life. <laughs> oh, I got a live one here. <laughs> All right, miss. Just sign this. There you are. And here's your fifty dollars. Gee, this is easier than working for your money. You should live so long. <laughs> Come in. Hello, Jane. Mrs. O'Reilly just told me about the terrible news. What shall I do, Now, Professor? control yourself. You know I'm, uh... Too bad her last name isn't Hoover. We could rent her out for a vacuum. And this paper she signed. And the way that man leered at me when he came to appraise our furniture. Now, take it easy. No. I had my lesson with those finance companies. I borrowed some money one time for plastic surgery. Did you have it done? <laughs> Certainly I had it done. There must be somebody you can sue. <laughs>
reason to. Look at this. Let me see. Oh. This document is so crooked, even I can't understand. Well, in a situation like this, there is only one man to contact. Who else? Who else but... Hello, you. <laughs> Got a problem. Look, Joe, Irma borrowed $50 from a crooked loan company. What is my move? Uh-huh. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, Joe, I like your boys to wreck the joint. Why? Because this outfit must be run by the most big, the crooked, the crummiest person that ever lived. The name? Happiness Loan Company. What, Joe? Well, Joe, I'm sorry. I didn't know it was your mother's business. <laughs> Joe, Joe, wait a minute. I loaned her the $50. And to make sure she doesn't get in any more trouble, Irma is taking driving lessons. Sweetie? Yes, Jane? How'd your driving lesson go today? Oh, wonderful. I answered all the teacher's questions correctly. I learned all the safety laws, and I learned all the words on the I-chart right. Well, that's fine. When do you take your next lesson? I don't know. I wrecked the teacher's car. <laughs> going to be another wreck? A nervous wreck. It'll be the girl that lives with my friend, Irma. Hi, this is Sarah Spencer of Self Talk Radio Show, and you're listening to I Love Old Time Radio. Welcome back. I think the interactions between Irma and Mr. Clyde are some of the best on this show. Now time for some listener comments and question. And Citrus Sunshine leaves a review on Apple Podcasts. And they write, I love the lineup. I love the concept of different types of programs on different days. Well, thank you very much for the review, Citrus Sunshine. And that's going to conclude our show here on I Love Old Time Radio. This program can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, Stitcher, Spotify, and on our host, Anchor.fm. You can listen to us on your Alexa device through TuneIn or iHeartRadio. For a full list, visit our website at iloveoldtimeradio.com and find the best location that suits you. Like us on Facebook at I Love Old Time Radio. Follow us on Twitter at I Love OT Radio. Comments and questions can be directed to our website at iloveoldtimeradio.com or leave a voice message using the Anchor.fm app. If you'd like to help support this show, you can do so at support.iloveoldtimeradio.com or by joining our Vintage Radio Club and get an extra episode a week. Tomorrow we join Detective Danny Clover in Broadway Is My Beat and join us again next Tuesday for more from my friend Irma. For iloveoldtimeradio.com, this is Virtual Vinny, signing off.